0: This week on One Body Stewarding God's Creation, Michael and Emily Reif talk about the fire that destroyed their property and uprooted their lives. Imagine beginning a normal day and ending that day with everything you own destroyed. How does one handle this loss? What have Michael and Emily learned through this? Well, let's find out. Divine Mercy Radio's on-air host, Kelly Roper, conducts
1: the interview. Michael and Emily Reif. The topic is Tested by Fire. So we're going to talk about that. Um, We know that all good things begin with prayer. Would one of you lead us in a prayer?
2: Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us in here today and having us here on this day. We're not sure why we're going through what we are, but we give thanks in all things and just keep on praying for we know that you have a better plan for us than we have. We thank you. Amen. Amen.
1: Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. So by way of introduction, Michael and Emily underwrite the weather on KMDG. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Um, Through their business, MLR Welding. Emily also runs Sunflower Clydesdales, um, which is north of Hayes. And Michael and Emily have three sons and eight grandchildren. How beautiful that is. The ninth one is in the womb so yeah. beautiful I, I see a grandma's smile over there oh my goodness oh, yeah. that is so awesome alright so all right, so before Christmas we're talking again with Michael and Emily Reif um, before Christmas last year a windstorm swept through western Kansas
3: tell us a little bit about how it affected you you know that Wednesday started out as normal as any other day in our life and we got up and did our regular routine and um, getting ready for work, saying our prayers, you know, giving a kiss goodbye and going to work. And then Mother Nature kind of stepped in and really changed our our day. By the end of the day, it was a whole lot different than what I suppose you could say we planned. Um, Mother Nature really sent us on a whirlwind ride that day. So, um, and we each were we were i was in um nebraska on my way home and michael was actually at the farm and so he um literally (laughs) lived the fire i was just doing a lot of praying in a truck driving home Mm
1: -hmm. so and so lived the fire tell us what what uh, what happened there what was what was going on
2: well like she said we started out a normal day i went to a men's group then i did laundry and then I um, had a computer problem, so we called Dell and Microsoft and got the computer problem figured out and the wind was blowing so hard, one of the doors blew open. So we went and tied it shut, and then I had this feeling around 4 o'clock, I'm guessing, from the timeline up. By that time, my phone had quit working because of the wind and the weather, and I don't know, the good Lord, guardian angel, I tell people, I don't know. Moved me to go outside, so I went outside and was checking on horses. Where I was going to, I couldn't make it to the horses. And then when I turned around to come back to the house, the soot and the dirt—we didn't know it was soot at that time. It wasn't wasn't colored, didn't smell like a fire that I'd been in before in the prairie fires. Um, so I couldn't make it back to the truck. It would just sting my eyes, and if you took a step forward with your eyes closed you weren't on the same path you were because you were be, being blown oh. around mm-hmm. so we had a fire plan always set in place and we parked our vehicles up on a really rocky area the white rock of ellis county and we i went back there and sat in that and you know it seemed like quite a while but it wasn't you know a few minutes um one of the horses ran by and at that time um mm-hmm.
3: one of the horses ran by in front of michael and um When he went around the corner, there was a fireball, and um, that at the horse died instantly. um, We learned later, Um, but anyway, um, there was a fireball, and that was the first that Michael even knew that there was a fire.
2: Um, So, there was no no flame or nothing coming till that time. So, he laid down, so um, you couldn't see enough to drive and leave. So, I sat there and watch our house and the barn burn there were two stallions in the kraals up close to them but i couldn't get to them to get them out i, I, I couldn't see i couldn't it's just pretty awkward feeling when you, you're helpless to do anything when you're sitting there that close so we um uh, waited and then it didn't it didn't last that long between the main part of the fire blew away the house and the the barn was still burning so i went and let out our two stallions that were there and that's kind of a kind of an iffy deal, and it did end up costing us a little bit later on as one of the stallions got his bra- jaw broke, doing what stallions do. He was running off one of the geldings, and, and the gelding had bite marks, so he got on him, so he'd, he'd kicked him and broke his jaw, and that, that gelding had horseshoes on, big metal shoes. So, after I let him loose, I could see our main part of our herd there, and one over in another pasture, and I said, well, to myself, I said, I need to go check on my neighbor, so... I um, left the horses there was nothing we could do at this time of night and so we left the horses um, went over and and checked on my neighbors and their house was on fire it was burning it it had got into the um, attic through the house vents on thinking about it there the house was not actually on fire on the outside it was in between the walls it got in through the vented area and there was no fire hose. They had called the fire department, and the fire department told them to evacuate. We can't get to you. So we're sitting there, and it goes through there. And so we load their dogs up. I had my two dogs and their three dogs. We loaded them up in a, we had a four-door pickup. We loaded everybody in there. And they said, well, 280th has um, power lines down. We can't go that way. So we, we tried anyway, and pretty soon you couldn't see there. So we turned around, we come back, and about that time, the EMS people got there and said, well, just follow us out. We're gonna go around this other way. So I followed them, and we followed them only for about four miles. But in that time, there was two different places where the fire was burning beside the um, road. And literally, the flashing lights of that EMS truck, which are very bright, they disappeared in front of me. So all you could do was just hope you weren't turning the steering wheel one direction or another and we went through them and they were very small so at that time then we went back and found a motel room and I went and picked up Emily at her place of work so when we get there her pickup that she had at work had a semi-trailer laying on it and it we got very lucky it, it just dinged up the bed we was able to replace that and fix it it is fixed now but at that time she didn't have any way to get them so I picked them up and maybe she wants to speak now about what happened later I mean we had a son show up and
3: well I'm um, yeah it was just a challenging day all the way around it's uh, I'm coming from Nebraska driving to Hayes I stopped for about two hours in Stockton and um, waited for the wind to kind of go down And then drove on in, and I know in the Sling River Valley, coming out of that, that's where a lot of the fire was. And and there were a lot of people pulled over the side of the road, and and there was fire still going on each side of the road. But we were able to ease through. I followed some semis through and, you know, made it to work. And and then we got together um, when Michael picked me up. And, you know, it's uh, just a wonderful feeling when you see your spouse. Mm. (laughs) Sorry. I said i wasn't going to do that. Anyway, so uh things that i don't think about, you know, like Michael said he he had done laundry and so we you know, i and truly we were more fortunate than our even our neighbors because our neighbors just had the clothes on their back. We had about a week's worth of laundry, you know, in a, in the in the laundry basket. So we were blessed in that way, the little things, you know, and the uh, the thing is is that we had our motels we got motels down at Day's Inn and our rooms were adjoining and she comes over and she goes so are you ready to go to Walmart and I'm like so what do we need to go to Walmart for mm. and it was like well we need to get stuff and uh, it was like well yeah Guess we do. Mm. I mean, the things that you just—simple little things. You know, you don't have toothpaste, you don't have deodorant, you don't have a brush, you don't have shampoo, you don't have razors to shave your face. So, yeah. you know, um, so we went to Walmart um, and and got stuff. And, and I guess, you know, the next day, well, when we went to bed that night, we, we were definitely very thankful that we were together. At, at the end of the day, that was the number one thing. Um, But the next day, you know, you walk out, you think the world should stop, but it doesn't. The sun comes up the next morning, and it was a beautiful day. I got to say, I remember that day. It was beautiful, and the wind was not blowing 100 miles an hour across the prairie. So we were able to go back out to the farm and start assessing what we needed to do and through thinking of our friends we have a friend who works horses with us and you know she put out i call it an apb Mm -hmm. for um horse trailers and halters Mm -hmm. Um, all our halters burn up and you know around here you can't just go out and buy a draft halter so people started showing up so you know it was like yeah we needed something to do we needed to focus our brains on you know getting the livestock where it needed to be and and i made a phone call to our veterinarian dr chris harris is who we use and she said yeah i'm packing up stuff she goes i'll be out there Mm -hmm. um so she came out we got all the horses caught and and she assessed them all and we got them all divided up as to which directions they needed to go and and um
2: New homes or the vet.
3: Yeah, new home or a vet. So, um, you know, it was was amazing how things came together. Um, I remember that evening when we were sitting in the motel room, and no bigger than that room was, it was just a room full of love because our boys were there, you know, and and, um, we were all just sitting around chilling out, I guess, you know, and that just...
2: We invited the neighbors in. They were, were next door. We got them to come in. And
3: yeah. we had Because they're
2: not locally from around here. They don't have any family in this area.
3: So I guess that's Thursday we took care of livestock. And then when we got a, a Friday morning, and, and we're early risers, and it's natural for us to get up early. And I just looked at Michael, and, and it was like, we have to go to church. Mm-hmm. We have to go to mass. we got to get to 7 o'clock mass this morning you know and he agreed wholeheartedly you know um and so we went to mass that morning and
2: just got kneeled down
3: yeah uh, we're you know doing our our kneel down and and I, this is a shout out to Teresa Flax because oh she is uh just a wonderful person and she came in there and I, I look over and she's hugging and kissing my husband on the forehead Aww. and I'm just like whoa and then she just I, I don't know she gave us hugs and and just encouragement it was such such wonderful strength from her that we got such a she blessing she just
2: knew we would be in church
3: Aww. Yeah. so it was we appreciate that so much but I, I believe that it is it's through God's his generosity and faith that that um, that we were so strong in our faith that we came through this. And, Not that and we haven't had
2: trials when we're kind of mad at God.
3: Um. <laughs> you know, we've had, yeah, yeah and it, and and you know, it's it's been a trial for the two of us. I mean, just emotionally sometimes too. You know, I mean, so uh, we love at the end of the day, we just we have to sit down at the end of the day and give thanks just for that day. I mean, for what we've been given and what we've been blessed with and then for each other because and that's what's counted. I mean, all along. So I, We just we take so even, much
2: for advantage. We didn't even buy a meal. We'd go to a restaurant that first few days we was in town and we get ready to pay for our meal and leave and it'd be paid for already. So the people of Hayes have been really great. I mean, and and um, Another thing, the, the true humility is about two days later, another um, friend showed up and he basically said, come by the house. And I think he'd went up a size. So he gave me all his older pants and shirts and, and a couple vests and some clothing to wear. So basically we we were pretty set on clothing. And then Emily's business. Um, they said, what do you need? And they gave us coats, like, the first or second night. We had winter coats to wear again. And they, her business, her company, really, you know, stood behind her and let let us have the time off. Emily says, I'll be back in a couple days. <laughs> and it ended up being a lot longer than that. Yeah. And they stood behind Emily and said, don't worry about it. We'll take care of stuff. And they sent me uniforms to wear, clothing, and, you know, we just can't. The people then from our um, our Facebook page went from, we have maybe 3,000 people on a good day, and that would be a really a newborn baby or something coming on, we get that many people on. And Facebook actually turned us off because we went to 35,000 wow. overnight. So views, um, and, the, and a lot of those people have since sent us funds which we were really, Really thankful. It's going to be a hard row all the way back. Yeah. Um, but we are planning on doing it so that we can do what we originally started to do with our horses was to to use the horses to get us into where we can talk about our religion and our faith. Yeah. Um, it's it's a great opening and and it, we've learned a lot since we've gone on, on the internet. Um, like well, in a lot of our and it's a little thing we into a lot of our consolation our conversations with have a blessed day, you know, when we're done visiting with a new customer or whatever. And you'll be surprised the people then that will talk and let you know that they're a Christian too in their faith and they if someone opens the door then they will actually talk about it. Uh, and
1: you know God uses these these um and things because here you are able to share and still you know, share your story, the very difficult story on Catholic Radio uh, and at the same time people hear you praising God. You know, you've gone through some really difficult times and you're praising God and that has to be inspiring to so many of our listeners. So uh, while I can see how difficult it is for you, I mean I've got tears in my eyes too. I can't I can't even imagine the difficult to experience that. How did the (laughs) the fire actually began how did you know was i know there was terrible winds was it a power line or or what actually do you know what actually caused the fire
2: i had to go in and get a fire report for the um insurance companies that we when we filed our claims and sitting down talking with the the fire people people there at the fire station i'm not sure what his name was exactly um he says we can't prove what what started the fire because it burned so many different directions that day. You know, most likely it could have been a, a a power power line got whipped together. He says, but you know, he said it could be static electricity. When the winds were blowing that hard and the the grass and the weeds out there were so dry on yeah. that day. Right. So and and we visited a little bit and said, you know, I really wasn't scared because everything was happening so fast. You were just reacting and doing what you need to do next and he said that they put themselves in some situations too the fire department did just because nobody's ever seen anything like this before he said we drove in some areas we probably should have never drove into yeah. and, uh, and so we have to give thanks for those people too and and actually the i think there were only um two people and well one's too many but there were only a couple of people that lost their lives in this fire so i think we're mm-hmm. truly blessed that way as it, it went through um we talked to another gentleman, and, and they were out trying to get a vehicle started. Him and a brother, and the fire burned right over the top of them. The area where they were standing, there was nothing, but it was just so quick. It was so mm-hmm. quick, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So, how long did you actually sit in your truck? You know, while while all this was occurring.
2: Well, it felt like an hours hours, yeah. but yeah. it was probably less than twenty minutes.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: Until I was headed over to the neighbors, I believe. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't have a watch or anything at that time, but yeah. just. And it just try putting it together. It just ain't that long. <laughs>
1: yeah, it seems like it was an eternity, I'm sure, right. that it, you know, just was
0: forever. We need to take a short break right now, but stay tuned to Divine Mercy Radio. We'll be right back with more from Michael and Emily Reef on their story Tested by Fire. We're back on One Body Stewarding God's Creation. One body.
3: One body.
0: Michael and Emily Reif. Stewarding
3: God's creation. One, body.
0: One Body. Tested by Fire.
3: One Body. Stewarding God's Creation.
0: Kelly Roper conducts the interview.
1: Where, where do we, you know, you, we've talked about the tremendous tragedy talked about, you know, the, the tremendous help that you had from others talked about, you know, the, the day or two afterwards, um, going to mass, you know, really, so what are some of the other um, positive things that you've seen come from this?
3: One thing I gotta say is that you know in the Bible there's a story about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, yeah, and in the fiery furnace. You know, yeah. well, I hope this is all the hotter our fire gets. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you chapter or verse that's in or anything, but
2: I know some of the stories. But yeah, um, yeah. So I, you know, <sighs> um, we we had kind of downsized anyway and was living trying to live more minimal once we moved to the farm with our horses. We didn't take a, a TV out or anything like that. But even the stuff we had, it teaches you you're um, you're connected to your stuff. I mean, I lost wedding rings and um, mm-hmm. pictures and things like that. And But we still have each other. I mean, we, we think about that stuff every once in a while, and we try not to be... Too attached. Yeah.
3: You know, uh, I mean, I, it's kind of... It's, it's made us really think about what is truly important in our life and, you know, who truly provides our day-to-day. You yeah. know, um, yeah, I go to work. Thank you, you know, that I am healthy and can go to work, you know, but um, anything could happen. I mean, I drive the roads four days out of the week. Well... I guess we drive it seven days out of the week. But, you know, anything can happen in an instant. Yeah. You know, and, and this shows that instant. And so the National Clydesdale Cell was last weekend. And, yes, we had a catalog. And, yes, I perused it. And, yes, I wanted several of those horses. But it wasn't near as pressing, you know. And it was like I could close the book and walk away and say, no, we have what we need. You know, this is what really counts is that we get to just do our work and, and praise God while we do it. So,
2: Learning patience Ooh. the hard way. We, we weren't in line to have a house built, so now we've got to do, figure out what we want. And then we have to go to the designer and figure out what they want, and everybody else has lives and other people they're dealing with, too. Um, so patience, I mean, because it's not going to come fast. And, and one of the things we did, we just finished up, making a deal on a used um, RV camper that is able to be used during the wintertime. So we will probably move out to the farm so we can go ahead and take with our horses, do the high cost of fuel and everything else. It's just taking us a lot of funds, and we're really thankful for everything that people have given us that allow us to move ahead. We're actually comfortable now. I mean, we haven't started building that portion. That portion is going to hurt a lot. But we had a group come out to help us roll up the fence. It was... Or a labor. Or a labor. They came uh-huh, out and spent nice. two days with us. And
3: and they were bad conditions. The f- Friday when they came out, oh my! the wind was blowing 30 miles an hour. And it's that fine, silty dirt. And we were picking up heavy metal and throwing it in a container. And... At the end of the day, we all looked like raccoons, you yeah. know, when we pulled our glasses off and yeah. you know but wiped the, the grit out of our teeth and you know. But it it was just such a blessing, and you know, thankfully the Lord blessed us with a little better day on the Saturday, you know. But
2: these people didn't have to come out there. I mean, they were,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: And we kind of sister, um, Beth, sister Beth, because we put off letting help come out there. We're trying to let the Rain and kind of help settle the ash and stuff so that they don't tear up the pasture, but she says we're coming out, so <laughs> so we had to back off a little bit and and the good Lord knows what's best. These people came out and they helped us and it really helped clean up the place and make it look a lot better so uh, and just
3: we have a so, long ways to go i mean it's we're not anywhere no. near mm-hmm. done, but it's it's one of those things we have to work when we can and and kind of how we can you know um. It, it it will come. I know that at the, in the beginning, I remember in January, and February, we were just feeling like, well. We need to do this, and we need to do this, and we need to get this done. And and but it wasn't happening, and we were being called other places. And again, that goes back to at the end of the day. Well, we did it the Lord's way. We didn't do it our way. So, I mean, that's how I've I've felt it. The one thing that I can that I feel. From all of this, is that prior to the fire, I just felt like I dealt with a lot of my past sins and transgressions. Even though I've you know gone to confession and I've confessed them, but there are things that you know I I just let kind of bug me, and it was like that fire came along and it was like now the yeah. past is the past, let it go. You know, it's today this is what it counts learn from your past move on step forward let it go and that's just for me has been a great blessing and 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 i and it's putting god number one it's putting the lord jesus as number one you know and we did the divine mercy Sunday, novena, novena, and yeah. and then we did the Divine Mercy Sunday, and and that has been just a, a true blessing, yeah. You know, because it, it, it trust in Jesus, mm. and um, it's like yeah, that's what it's all about. Mm. So,
2: and we've also learned. I'm on the parish council, and so then I have a couple commissions that I help work with. Uh, me and Emily are both on the um, RCIA team, so and keeping up with that and everything else and the good lord has provided us time and and the ability to get to and still maintain our stuff with most of these we did miss one last night we got busy working and time we doctored our horses and stuff we weren't able to make it to our icia class but Mm. it's a large team so they covered for us Mm. and we're
3: thankful for that so Uh, and i I guess my thing is, is that um, I don't. Sometimes I feel like we've been in the limelight, and I we're not. Neither one of us are that comfortable being in limelight. And the thing I, I know is that there's other people that have struggled through this fire. Um, the people that are closer to paradise, you know, they've lost. They're ranchers, and they've lost. You know, a lot of they've lost livestock, and which is their livelihood. And and they've been their uh, little community has been struggling. But, th- again, they're, they have a faith over there that just um, permeates through and reaches out. I mean, they've reached out to us, and, 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 and uh, it's just been wonderful.
2: They've been an inspiration to us, too. That little town of Paradise over there in the last few years has been flooded out twice. And then they had this fire come in. When they heard that we got lost our home and stuff, they insisted that we come over, and they gave us um, food and clothing mm. and funds. They set up something through the Methodist Church um, through the state that sent us some funds to help pay our bills. Uh, so, And a lot of them lost their livelihood. Our, our horses can add to our livelihood, but we could do without them, and a lot of those people <laughs> lost um, some them lost their whole cow herds or cow herds that they bought up for years and they was still there handing out one of the gals there that was handing out and making sure we got our portion of what was supposed to be ours that they were handing out you know we were getting ready to leave and I said well wait a minute let's find out what this gal's story is so I asked her I mean I didn't voice that out I just said and how are you doing and then she told her story to us about losing their horses and and stuff that this on the ranch that they, had, you know, lived with their whole life, and then she kind of broke down, and, and we were able to, you know, give hugs back and forth, and so we don't. Yes, we're here trying to get the story out so everybody knows, but we're not the only ones that, that suffered that day. It was over five counties that that fire was in, and even the people that were in it, the ones that you may not know. That are next to it i mean we deal with people that don't know we were in the fire so it's just yeah you need it's, to just remain humble and, and and be thankful for when you're given some stuff i mean we kind of pushed away there for a while and then
3: i know that's where i think my brothers have been through fires down um, where we grew up at and um, David called and and it was after we did this interview on TV KWCH and it was like I regret that one, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, for more personal vain reasons, you know. But um, anyway, David called and and we talked a little bit and and I said, well, Dave, you've been through this. You and Scott both have been through fires. What? How do you handle this? How do you? what do you do? And he said, Emily, he goes, you learn humility. He goes, and, and the gifts that are given to you, he said, you need to learn to take Mm -hmm. and receive graciously. And, I was like, okay. Okay. And then he kind of signed off, and he says, by the way, Em, he goes, you looked really good or haggard there on TV. And it was like, <laughs> oh, thank Thanks. you, David.
1: Yeah. I love yeah. you. A little humility brother. there, right? <laughs>
2: uh, we yeah. had Emily's aunt and uncle had, had to go to a funeral. They live in Pratt, and they came by, it, and so we gave them dinner at my folks' house where we're living right now. And they got home, and they rushed and got a couple of Bibles and a couple of journals and mm-hmm. sent them back to us. Our son gave us rosary. And um, little bitty figurines that come in a like a bullet-shaped deal, you carry around in your pocket. Mine's mm-hmm. a Sacred Heart, and Emily's got the Immaculate Heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were good things, you know, that mm-hmm. came out of this. A lot of people have been so giving, and it's really humbling. I mean, when you're standing there, and and they're they're putting the stuff in your pocket and saying, just go on, and they don't they don't want any, they don't want people to know. I mean, they they're they're not doing it because. Mm-hmm. Of that I mean, and that's really humbling, but I guess mm-hmm. the next thing we need to reiterate is we have some really bad days too,
3: yeah, um, right we have days where um we get a little grumpy with each other, you know other. imagine that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know and 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 um you know, voices raise a little bit and and um. You know, you you just you want to you want to throw a little fit and kick your legs and scream and and whatever. But and you know, you, you kind of have to step back and take that deep breath and um, you know, go, oh Lord, this is this is not me. Truly, what is going on? Help me figure out why I'm acting and behaving immature, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, because truly I still love my husband. Mm-hmm. He's just frustrating me right now, yeah. you know, so, um, but then I have to sit back and say, okay, where was he at today and who was he with and, and what was his situation? Maybe something went really wrong,
2: mm-hmm. you
3: know? So, uh, and again, I, I keep bringing this, but driving the truck, I have two and a half hours, to get to my destination from Hayes. And I can get Divine Mercy Radio up to about Phillipsburg, Mm -hmm. and then there's a dead space. And then at about Holdridge, I can pick up um, Spirit Catholic Radio out of Nebraska. And so I I can listen to them. But So it's in that dead space (laughs) that there's – conversations with God yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's my writing partner you know yeah. and so um, some of those conversations have been with tears in my eyes or, or some of them have been very loud and screaming because nobody else is in that truck but me and mm-hmm. so I can talk out loud and you know um, so there's been prayers I mean I can say a rosary I do the divine mercy chaplet so uh, they're singing, and I can sing in that track off tune. Um, so mm. it's it's really kind of um, that's what helps me. But still, I have bad days. Michael has bad days, you know. So we kind of have to, and there's situations that we get put in, you know, that we get frustrated with, but we can't control it, and it's where we're at. So we have to say thank you, you know, yeah. thank yeah. you, you know, for this situation, yeah. and go forward. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: When I first started listening more to Catholic radio, the family would get in my truck. She says, well, we've listened to that for about enough. <laughs> so we'd have to change channels. I mean, we Can all, we tell who all... the
3: spiritual one in our family
1: is? <laughs> and you but, had to add that, huh? <laughs>
2: but um, when I first started listening, I mean, I could take so much. And there's, you know, ones that are on here that commentary that I enjoy more than other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and it's taught me a, le- a lesson about that is because some of those people I'd get on there and go, well, of people are just whining, <laughs> and and after being put in this position here, you know. Sometimes you just want to whine just to get somebody to hear it and, and get it off your chest.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it, it really has given you too a perspective of yes. you know some of the the trials of others as right. well that you just never know, right? You don't right. know what shoes they've been walking right. in that day. Exactly,
3: uh-huh. yeah. and that's you know and. That's a good blessing, I mean, for us to step back and look at, at, because I think, just myself, I won't speak for Michael, but I can get selfish, you know, I can get in my little pity party and mm-hmm. think, boo-hoo, I don't like this, And but definitely has made me kind of step back and, and say, wait a minute, it's not about you. Yeah, It's about what the other people are yep. feeling and I mean we need to be in prayer and, and yes I do understand we need to ask we need to knock we need to to seek but I've been pretty specific you know they say your prayers need to be specific you know some, and so it's you know Lord we need rain. We would especially like it at the north half of the northwest quarter of twelve twelve eighteen Ellis County, Buckeye Township, yeah. United States of America. Yeah, you know, yeah. pretty and so specific. Yeah, it's like if you miss that spot, yeah. get a new map. Yeah, you know. So
1: I love it. I love that. And 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 yeah. I mean, how are you feeling that those prayers are being answered? I mean, how how is that? you know coming across are you still feeling (laughs) are you still feeling pretty dry i mean you know we both have talked about that yeah
3: yeah Mm there we've had those those dry and it's like god what you know what what are we supposed to do where are we from the very beginning we've always you know people have asked us so what are you guys going to do and it's like oh we're going to build back yeah and then it's like i know we said that kind of hurriedly, and I stepped back one time, and, and just kind of after a couple of weeks, and it was like, well, Lord, is this really where you want us to go? I mean, is is this really—we said that kind of quickly. Yeah. But it's like there's not really been anything else that's been in, put in either one of our hearts or our minds. And yeah, but- so it, we feel like that's where we need to—what we need to do, that that was— It's going to be, this is a journey. We know that we're not done. We're a long way from being done, but we just keep persevering.
2: I've always reiterated with God that I wasn't very good with subtle, so he needed to kind of hit me with a baseball bat. So uh, (laughs) I suppose he has. So I'm trying to learn a little bit easier, but we have not heard. We don't want people to think that the good Lord just blurted it out and says, rebuild back and do this. We just haven't heard anything against it at this point. So we're, we're moving ahead, and we feel that God will lead us the direction He wants us to go.
1: I hear you talking about your love for Catholic radio, although not in the beginning, right? Uh, but that's <laughs> changed over the years, yeah? Well,
3: um, I'm a convert. Uh, yeah. I was you know, raised Methodist. and. Where I grew up, it's a, it's kind of a Bible belt down there. But it is, I can tell you right now, there there were five or six churches in our in our in our town. It's not a very big town, but the Catholic church was a house that they converted to the. So that goes to tell you, you know, there was a big Protestant mm-hmm. uh, denomination down there, but a very small handful of Catholics and. It's been an interesting journey. I I will never regret becoming Catholic. Did I become Catholic because an epiphany? No when michael and i got married he was catholic and it was like yeah okay i'll be catholic you know so i did i came into the catholic church (laughs) but then um (laughs) the the one thing i started asking him questions you know and and i would say that the hardest thing for me to do was to pray to mary and to pray to saints which seems to be kind of a protestant thing so i would ask him questions and he wouldn't have answers for it and it was like well then why do you do it you know, if if you don't know why, mm-hmm. and so it made him start having to question his faith, you know, and understand it and figure it out. And we've had a roller coaster ride; it's not been all roses. Um, so, but it's been a you know, looking back, I can say it's been a good journey. It's been a tough one, but it's been a good one, and and I don't think I would trade it for anything. I don't think I'd change it. It's I love the Catholic faith. I is it is the true. True faith, Um, you know, and and the thing is, is I come from a very Christian family, but we grew up 25 miles out in the middle of nowhere, and so for us to go to church, it had to be good weather, Mm -hmm. because you didn't want to travel on muddy roads, you didn't want to travel on snowy roads, because we had, you know, 14 miles of dirt road and 11 miles of highway, and that was it. And so, you know, my mom during the summertime, my mom and my sister and I would all go to church, mm-hmm. you know. And hey, listen, I've worked cattle right beside my brothers. They didn't always use appropriate language, you know. So it was like I finally asked mom and dad I said, so why is it that Sarah and I need to go to church, but the guys don't need to? Mm-hmm. And so, guess what? Then it was mom and the five of us kids yeah. going. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and my dad would drive us to town, and he would go to the coffee shop, and we would go to church. And I'm not saying bad about my dad. My dad had MS, and he has in a wheelchair. And our church was not wheelchair-accessible for course at all. At all, You yeah. know, I mean, these were those churches that had... 15, 20 steps that you had to go up to, and you got into the foyer, and then three or four more steps to go into the sanctuary. And
2: He was a proud uh, man. He didn't want somebody pulling him in up the chairs. To, yeah. You know, I feel when I met him, he was, it was like, that's my opinion. Um, so, but, might have been part of it.
3: So, I you know, I eventually became... I mean, they got wheelchair accessible, and my dad did start going to church with us. His right. journey, when changed they got, when, too. yeah, his journey changed, and you know, I don't know where he is at. He's passed away. Um, his funeral was a celebration. We loved it. You know, we mm-hmm. laughed a lot, and yeah. um, at his funeral, and and um, but he lived a, a really good life, and, and I don't know where his walk was with Christ. It's between him and and the Lord. We pray for him, but I again I. I had some foundation being Protestant, but uh, the Catholic has, uh, faith has taken me a whole lot further, mm-hmm. and I think there's a whole lot more to go. Mm-hmm. I hope the Lord's not done with me yet.
1: Yeah. You know. So, <laughs> Well, and you know, I don't think he's done with any of us, right? We all right. have growth. Thank so you. anything you. that you'd like to add to that? Because we have just a couple minutes.
3: Yeah, yeah, excellent. Well, we've got... Um, I just I want to do this real quick because today we are actually... When we get done here, we're actually headed over to um, finish picking up our horses and, and do some stuff. We have a birthday celebration that we're going to give carriage rides at tonight. So Nice. Yeah, so um, Harper uh, Liker is turning nine. So nice. we're going to... It's the first time since the... Fire that that we're going to be out with the horses and the carriage, you know, celebrating yeah in public celebrating you know another birthday. So we're happy for that. We're really so to we'll Be out in town. So so if they if they're interested
1: in, I'm sure this is still part of your business, right? If they're interested in carriage rides, if they're interested in welding, um, what other things can you offer to our listeners? A lot of prayer. <laughs> A lot of prayer. Okay. We
2: have um, visits to the farm for groups
1: okay
2: now well not now but that will be something here yeah hopefully in the near future
1: so how should they reach you if they're interested in carriage rides or welding uh
2: over we do have a facebook page sunflower clydesdales and our phone number's on there how's that okay
1: sunflower clydesdales on facebook and the phone number's on there and the business is m uh, MLR Welding MLR Welding and we're talking with Michael and Emily Reif Can we say a, a short prayer of Thanksgiving and you know a, a prayer for for each of you as well because you're going through a tough time and others that were affected by the fire. Would mm-hmm. one of you like to lead that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> in the in name of the, the Father and the, the Son and the
2: Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear, Dear Heavenly Father we give Thanksgiving for the faith and uh the Holy Spirit who's come down upon us and keeps leading us and gives us wisdom to act uh, on information that clearly we're in over our heads at times
3: we pray for those who have suffered whether it's loss of family member or livestock or has gone through the fire or any other trial that they have suffered through um, we just pray Lord that um, you will comfort them and give them peace and, and guidance and Help them to grow in your faith. May they trust in your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Father and
3: Son, the Holy Spirit.
0: Thanks for tuning in to One Body Stewarding God's Creation. And folks, eternity is not seen, but neither are these airwaves. If you can support these radio waves and help save souls for eternity, then please go to DV mercy.com and click on donate where your donation will be seen and appreciated you're listening to divine mercy radio 105.7 kmdg hayes 101.7 kjdm lindsborg salina 88.1 krtt great bend and 88.1 kbdm hayes if today you hear his voice harden not your hearts